Hello and welcome to Why Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and today I'm here with Rosemary Callender. Hello Rosemary, how are you? Hi Denise, I am well. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. No, no problem at all. So Rosemary, what is your business called and what do you do? So my business is called Hands-On Virtual Solutions. Rebrand is in the make at the moment. And what I do is I help female coaches launch podcasts and set up systems to help them manage those podcasts. I am all about amplifying your voice and simplifying the journey in podcasting. That's it basically in a nutshell. What got you into podcasting? So I started my business as a virtual assistant last year summer and within a couple months I was just looking for something a bit more exciting I guess being a general VA you know it's fantastic I still worked with coaches um, but I just needed something a bit more with a bit more oomph and one of my clients at the time she is who I call a pro podcast guest she has been on about 50 60 podcasts in the last 13 months and that kind of took me down the oh what I know what a podcast is but kind of what goes into making the podcast how does it get on my phone and then last Christmas I took a podcast manager course and here we are today that's fascinating for me because when I was building my podcast Mm. I was looking for a VA everywhere that would do all of the podcast bits for me and everybody kept saying to me there's no such thing there's no such thing oh I know yeah you'll need an editor and a producer and this and that and that and I I was in a clubhouse room and one that I never go into and this lady went onto the stage um Vicky and she said oh hi my name's Vicky I'm a I'm a podcast VA and I sent her a message before she'd even said another word and then and she was like oh my god and she said I'd never used those words before because I didn't think yeah that people would understand what it was and I was like those are the words I needed to hear yeah definitely and yeah we do exist we do exist. We Most of my clients, they just want to record and hand everything else over to me. And that's that's my zone of genius. That's what I love. Um, and just, you know, making sure that it's as simple and as easy for them as possible. So I'm glad that you found someone. And it's a shame that you had to kind of go through that process because there's definitely not as many VAs, you know, the VA market, there's a lot, but there's definitely a few podcast managers. So I'm sh- glad that you were able to find Vicky. Yeah, I think that was the problem. The podcast managers didn't quite want to do exactly what I was after, but yeah. you know, Vicky fills that void completely. Oh, so, yeah. I I presume then that you've. I mean, this this we I say there's so many podcasts out there, but that's because I'm in that world and I do a lot of helping people with their podcast mm-hmm. in like you know clubhouse rooms and just giving them advice and things like that. Um. So for me, there is a lot of um, podcasts, but in reality, there really isn't at there all. Isn't. No, no, not at all. So do you do you find now that there are more and more people bringing out podcasts? And yes. you know how how has that changed your business? Niching down to just podcasts. Oh, so niching down has changed it completely. Being a general VA meant that I did lots of things, which is great. I learned new lots of new. Um, systems and lots of new things because you know when clients need stuff you just need to get on and do it 
but it was exhausting switching from one task to the next every 15, 30, 45 minutes because no task ever quite took an hour or more. So it's definitely changed in, in that regard. And then in terms of the clients or the people that I speak to, yeah, definitely podcasting is still like on the rise. It, obviously it blew up with COVID, more people were at home, people had to think about pivoting their businesses, how can they get visibility when we can't leave our house, but I've definitely spoken to a couple of people who are thinking of launching in the new year, I think that that coincides with you know the new year plans that we all as business owners come up with around this time of year, so I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, and that's why I love what I do. I am all about women supporting women. And I feel that this is a space where we can, you know, amplify our voice, share our message. And that's what I really love about what it is that I do. And, you know, creating something. So I'm not sure about your journey, but for a lot of people that I speak to, start a podcast has been on their to-do list for yonks, a year, if not two, if not three. But they're just haven't really known where to get started so when they find me and we connect and we start working together knowing that all they need to do is record or if they've got questions they've got one point of contact to come to rather than I'm sure you're aware god knows how many articles there are in google (laughs) that you can get that advice from it's just a relief so kind of taking their podcast idea to launch and I do it within like four to six weeks It's just, it's a brilliant thing for me. And, you know, I remember my first launch, just seeing it on my phone. I was just like, huh, (laughs) I've done that. So I can only imagine what it's like for my clients, definitely. So do you have your own podcast then? I do have my own podcast. I thought, well, two two parts of it. It's about, I launched in mid-July, so it's not that old. Of course, it's a podcast about podcasting because that's why I live and breathe. I'm a bit sad, but that's why I live and breathe. And it's all about, you know, it's for everyone. So aspiring podcasters, established podcasters. And it came about because I'm not great at writing content. And as you'll know, the podcast can be like the top of your funnel and you repurpose it. And I just thought, what am I doing sitting here, racking my brain, scratching my head, trying to come up with all this content, when actually I find it much easier to talk. I love having conversations like we are now, or even if I'm talking to myself in the mic, it's much easier than me trying to sit down with a pen and paper or sit in Trello trying to come up with words sounding fancy because we put that pressure on ourselves because we see how other people write and then we think, oh, I must sound like that. And then the flip side of it is I wanted to be able to walk in my client's shoes. You know, when I'm saying to them that, oh, this might be a stumbling block, I know what my stumbling block is. And my stumbling block was coming up with a name. Not everyone has that stumbling block, but just being able to walk in their shoes has done wonders with the clients that have come thereafter because I can be like ah yes I remember that (laughs) so it's been good in that way and it's it's slowly growing I started off doing solo episodes Um, I'm now starting to interview guests on certain parts and then in the new year I'm thinking of still with a podcasting twist but of course I work with people similar to yourself who have a business and then the podcast is an extension of the business. So I think it's important for me to start venturing out and talking to guests who can also talk about topics that we experience in business, but somehow still bring the podcast into it. So yeah, so I've got lots of exciting ideas, but yeah, so one thing 
that I never not do. You know, there's things are in our business where we're like, oh, but yeah, with that, I'm like, yep, got to do my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a bit of a podcast week actually, where I've been yeah. like, I've, I'm recording three podcasts tonight and I, yeah. I've done you know, three or four other people's podcasts. So it's been one of those weeks, but I really, you know, I'll, I'll give you a shout and I'll definitely come on your podcast. But I I love being on other people's podcasts because they all do it differently and yeah. there's always a different angle. And I just find that fascinating. Mm. You must be exactly the same because you're doing it for all different people. So it must keep you constantly on your toes as to how that person wants their podcast to feel because I know how I want mine to feel Mm -hmm. so how does how does that feel for you making other people's dreams come true there's there's it's just amazing it is amazing every day is a learning day (laughs) quite honestly every day's a school day Uh, yep and that's it every day's a school day and every client is different And every podcast is different. Unlike some other podcast managers, I've niched to female coaches, but others might niche to business coaches or therapists or mental health. You know what I mean? But because of that, I have worked with a black marriage um, coach. I've worked with HR careers. I've, I've worked across the board. And one of my favorite things is editing. And just by editing those podcasts, I have learned so much. But you're right, the feel is different and that's something that comes through on our strategy call so once I start working with a client strategy call when we start thinking and talking about the music like what is the feel of your show because if it's gonna be about I don't know therapy you don't want you know disco music it's just not gonna work (laughs) because it all has to kind of blend together Um, and people really do appreciate having that expert advice um but I know for my own show I'm still finding my legs I'm used to being behind the scenes so being front spotlight (laughs) is you know it takes some getting used to Um, but I definitely want it to be conversational I've actually just tomorrow is episode 13 of this spotlight series that I've run throughout October where I have spoken to 13 different podcasters at different parts of their journey. So someone was three episodes in, someone was four years in, and each and every one of those women just had a different journey, had different advice. And that for me was mind-blowing. I learned so much, uh, but at the same time, it was important for me to, I did that series so that people who are thinking of doing it can see actually there's no one way. You can do it however you want to do it but there's just certain things that you need to take in and take, keep in mind before you start off on that track. But yeah, I think you're right. It's amazing how there's so many different podcasts, but yet each one is unique in its own way. I think it's, it's because thing. each person is unique. I say exactly. this about businesses. I, um, only a few days ago, I've got a, a membership for salon owners because mm-hmm. I help salon owners and, and it's 10 pound a month. And my mm-hmm. friend who I do, who's in the industry and I do a lot of work with, she says, you know, she called me up and she said, you know, I feel really bad, Denise, but it's been on our, our plans for ages. Yeah. We're, we're, we're starting a membership for 10 pound a month. And, you know, I don't want to step on your toes. And I was like, doesn't matter we could do exactly the same thing and call it exactly the same thing but it's never going to be the same thing because we're totally different people so never feel bad and I love that about podcasts because Mm -hmm. you can you can it can be about exactly the same thing and it will never 
be about be the, the same, same thing. thing yeah absolutely not so I listen to podcasts all day long when I'm working because it just keeps mm-hmm. I, I don't like silence or anything like that so, and I have a varied depending on what my mood is or what I'm working on as to what I need and it can be you know really funny it can be business it can be serious or anything like that what's your favorite types of podcasts to listen to so or any top ones that I should be downloading um well mine (laughs) obviously (laughs) obviously but a bit like yourself I suppose because I'm new in business my listening preferences are around mindset entrepreneurship um I'm doing Lisa Johnson's program OTM so obviously I'm listening to her podcast about passive income um I'm a podcast manager so there's one through the course that I did that's specific to that but those are kind of the the topics that I look for and sometimes when I am scouring Facebook groups looking for guests because that's how I find my guests I might find new ones and then, you know, something might pique my interest. There was a moment where I went through like manifestation, but like you said, because there's so many, I can't possibly, unlike yourself, I can't constantly, I can't work and listen. I have to, well, editing, it's a bit hard to listen to two voices at the same time, but it's usually when I'm driving or, you know, in the evenings when I'm trying to wind down a bit. Um, But those I say were the top three. So like business, mindset is a huge huge one um and then anything around um revenue streams scaling your business that that kind of thing so there's there's a few brandy moles lauren Wrighton's the podcast manager there's quite a few um but i don't listen to any because i know there's some that are for entertainment but i think where i am in my business i'd rather use that time to learn stuff that I can then implement in my business entertainment's like Netflix for me at the moment yeah I I, it was so funny yesterday I picked up the remote control for the first time in such a long time and I said to the kids how do you turn this tv on now (laughs) and they were like what What? and I was just they just like looked at me like I'd lost my mind I was like I do not remember the last time I had to turn this tv on it's either on and I watch whatever everyone else is watching or I'm working and I just don't even think about it so yeah that that made me laugh and um I've, we've had Lisa on the um on the show before yeah. so I and she um messaged me the other day to say that she had a podcast and I I still haven't listened to that so I will add that pretty to good the that sounds yeah. like a good one yeah definitely so when you're not working on other people's podcasts what do you like to do so normally pre-covid I love travel but of course I haven't been able to get anywhere I know we can travel now but the whole faff with passports are or vaccinations or this and that has just put me off. I just want to wait till things settle a bit more. I love going to beach, so hot countries, you know, trying out their food, the culture, that kind of stuff. Um, love to read. Don't get to do it as much with the business because it seems you'll know. It seems like, you know, with the business, you seem to if you even when you're unwinding, your brain is still taking over <laughs> still taking up like I'm off this week and next and the ideas just keep coming oh that's and like, the worst time that's the worst and I'm like take some this time is meant off in your brain yeah it's just going constantly yeah. um love a bit of Netflix or ITV and BBC dramas um especially like police stuff I don't know why anything like crime related um 
yeah and I've got my dog now he's one so he's been a beautiful addition to the household because he gets me out especially with the business it's easy to just sit and in front of that computer but I've got to walk him and he will let you know (laughs) when he needs to be walked so yeah he's he's fantastic in terms of just getting out and clearing my head um but travel's my number one love and I'm just it's nearly two years since I've traveled and I'm starting to lose my mind, but I just can't, I just can't deal with, especially a few months ago when the government were constantly switching the red to the amber to the green. I can't, I don't want to go away and get stuck. So hopefully next year, quarter one, I'll get somewhere. Things have settled down a little bit. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I love yeah. traveling and I can't do all I of can't. that faff. No, I'm not good at faffing anyway. No, exactly. So, <laughs> The thought of all of that, absolutely not. But what I did is I bought a camper van so I can just jump in it and go. Amazing. I was was like, I can't be caged in this house for longer. So I will be out in the camper van this weekend. Oh, nice. Where will you go? Um, We are going up to my husband's family's because we're scattering his grandma's ashes tomorrow. And then we'll just just get off and have a couple of days. We don't have any of the kids, so I shouldn't look as happy about that as I am. But it's okay. They know we love them. (laughs) My daughter's down. She normally goes to college in Kent. She boards and she's down this week for half term. I'm like, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) We love you, but I just need, need my break. Yeah. I just got used to it (laughs) yeah completely so what's the grand plans for the business where do you see it going Mm, that's a great question so at the moment I am working with a business strategist in terms of not quite a rebrand but maybe the beginnings of a rebrand so looking at what I call myself my offerings I definitely want to position myself as the go-to for launches I love 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 launches and I can do them every day it's not practical but I could um and kind of what else could I bundle in with launches what do people need at the moment I would also of course I'm doing Lisa's OTM program so I am starting to think about the DIYers the people who whether it's budget or if they just do prefer to do it themselves what could I provide them that would get them off the ground running, but for a small investment. Because I know when I was pivoting, as I mentioned before, that Google rabbit hole, I can imagine there's a few people out there who just get put off. So I'm just hoping to produce something. I don't know what yet. That will kind of get them off the starting block and launch their podcast as if I had done it because everyone deserves a fantastic podcast. Um, and then possibly in the new year, bringing on a team member or two, which I never thought I would do, but I've come to realize that actually the way I'm moving my business, it's going to be completely, it's going to be a complete launch service. So everything from editing to promotional graphics, everything you've got one. So, you know, everything that's included, which means that part of the work I'm doing with the strategist is where is my time going at the moment? And I don't know if you've ever done that activity before, but you don't realize how much time it takes to do every single thing in your business, which means that unless I want to work 24-7 and not sleep, I'm going to have to bring someone or someone's on. So that's that's a bit exciting. So yeah, we'll see what 2022 has in store. Maybe, I don't know if a course or a member, haven't quite decided. I like to do things different from everyone else but sometimes I just need that space for that aha moment 
to hit me, which is usually at 3 a.m. when I'm asleep. hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly when the best ideas come yeah, out. Definitely. Yeah. I used to um, do a lot of running. I've hurt my back, but when I was running and exhausted, yeah. that was when real yeah. brain waves come out. So yeah. yeah, exhaust yourself and it will come out naturally. <laughs> It absolutely will. So if anyone does need help with their podcast, where can they find you? So I hang out mainly on Instagram, where the handle is hands on underscore podcast manager, and then LinkedIn, my name, Rosemary Calendar. Awesome. So if anyone needs you, they can find you over there. Yeah. So we're coming to the end of the podcast and I end all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I make that perfectly clear. And I love Eminem and he does all of his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him. Skinny is white. His mum lives in a trailer. So Rosemary, what are the worst things about you? Um, In any part of my <laughs> spill it um okay so the worst things are i can be extremely stubborn if you know if you know yeah but i'm working on it at 38 <laughs> i'm working on it um oh gosh this is a tough question it's really hard to kind of put yourself out there um mindset mind yeah those mindset monkeys I like to call them are really quite difficult to kind of it's very easy and maybe this is the same for everyone but my brain can really go from left to right to the worst case scenario really really quickly and I don't think that's a really and trying to draw that back can be quite difficult um I just give you a tip on that Mm -hmm. you won't ever stop being that because that's your natural but what you can work on is how fast you bounce back Ah, yes, that's that's an ongoing thing. Um, and then also one more. Oh, I had it, but then it's oh, I'm a little bit introvertish, believe it or not. Um, some might say that's not a bad thing, but in our line of business, I like one-to-one like this, but put me in a group and I just kind of go into my shell. And for you know, for our businesses, we do need to network. So that's another thing that I'm kind of working on. So it's not the worst, but yeah. No, I recognize that completely. Everyone thinks that I'm really extrovert and out there. And I need those kind of introvert moments. I'm okay in a group of people I really know, but if I have to go into a big networking thing, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, especially if it's face-to-face, that's even worse. Worse Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Clubhouse, I'm fine, or Facebook <laughs> or anything like that. I, I don't care about any of that. But you put me in a room with people I don't know, and I'm like, oh Jesus. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not for me. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Rosemary. Thank you. It's been fantastic chatting to you. Anytime. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast, you can contact us at podcast at find-surveyors.co.uk. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody.